This episode of Undaunted is brought to you by our friends at Hip Hop's Cards. You want a game featuring 44 craft beers from all around the world on great looking cards that you can play with your friends. It's easy to pick up, tons of fun to have, and one more great reason to drink wonderful beer. Cruise on over to hiphopscards.com. Buy yourself a set, use the code RITUALMISERY at checkout, and you'll be able to get free worldwide shipping. Hello and welcome to Undaunted, where each episode I talk with fellow podcasters from all walks of life and discuss what went well, what went wrong, and what just didn't matter. We'll share the good, the bad, the many laughs and lessons along the way. I'm Amos, and today I'm joined by Chris Revel of Let's Chat with Revel and Friends at TheMisfitsNetwork.com. How are you today? Oh, I'm excellent. How are you? Not bad, not bad. How'd you like that intro? Huh? I actually nailed it. I, you know, it makes me jealous because I, I spend too much time recording my own, and I'm like, huh, I can just do that? Huh. <laughs> I'm rethinking everything. Yeah, see, we're already getting into the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, that's um, like 30 seconds. I spent like 15 minutes on my, and then I always hate them at the end. <laughs> so so let's just get into it, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you, you do you do a podcast with, uh, where you just chat with people that you, that you have uh, interesting things in common with, and yeah. uh, you, you make it work. So, yeah, yeah, so what it's, got you there? Uh, it's great. Um, I like to say that I'm totally not creative, and I just totally ripped off like Nerdist and WTF Mark Marin because I was like, "Hey, I love these shows. I could do that," <laughs> and that's exactly where the in- that's where the inspiration came. <laughs> uh, nice. So, uh, so, so, is it something that you just you know, one day you're like, "Hey, you know what? This I'm, I'm going to do this too. This sounds cool." Or did, did you know? Did your sister call you up one day and say, "Hey, you, you should do that too" because you're a good conversationalist? Or did you just you know pull it right out of your ass and say, "I'm just doing it"? You know, so I um I actually started the show with a friend who uh, quit about 20 episodes in. Uh, we worked for the same nonprofit at the time, and we just kept running into each other. We both. Like podcasting is one of the first art forms I've fallen in love with that I could actually do. I love music. I can't play music. I love like television. I can't act. I can't play. I can't <laughs> sing. Um, I don't. Sports was never really my thing. So I, I was like, I was like, I listen to podcasts. I'm like, I could totally do that. But um, I kept running into him. We were being in these trainings. He was dating a, a friend of mine, and we'd always would talk. And do you know that like? Oh, there's like a famous story of how Kiss got together by putting an ad out in the, uh, they put an ad out in the paper, and that's how like Gene mm-hmm. Simmons found Paul Stanley or something like that. Our version right. is same, it was same, a Facebook same with Metallica. Yeah, yeah, it's all these great stories, but ours is the modern day. Is we knew each other from work, and he put a Facebook status that he wanted to start a podcast, and I was like, dude, I'd fucking love to do that. And it took months of us just pestering each other to actually get get it together and actually do it. And I don't know how, but we actually did. I fell in love, and then I kept going once he quit. And then it's nice, really nice. just, it's gone so much farther than I ever expected. Like it way different from the beginning. Now, how, why did why did he uh, why did he drop out? Never got an answer. It was just one day. It was like I don't want to do this. And I was like, cool. Um, truth be told, I was <laughs> kind of getting ready to fire him because I it just wasn't. We weren't really. Vi- I I've had a lot of interest in my life, so I don't blame him that I just quit pretty quickly. And I yeah. think this. It's like when I tried to learn guitar and then I just gave up. I think that's what it was for him. And for whatever reason, I just got the bug and he didn't. And then what happened was he left all his equipment behind. And I would have gladly paid him for it, but he never asked. And then I never said a word. 
<laughs> so all of a sudden, I spent like $200 instead of $400, and I had a skill in front of me, and I just really just fell in love with it. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to keep going. And then changed the name and uh, just kind of, yeah, just kept fucking running from there. So, so how many episodes in are you? God, as of today, 106 have been released. Nice. There's That's been more good. than that recorded, but <laughs> which we will talk about. <laughs> but 106 are currently out there. And by the time this airs, I don't know when it is, it will probably be higher. Yeah, this uh this should this this will probably be about 2 weeks from now. So All right, so 108 yeah. if you're looking at this in real time. <laughs> there you go. Um so uh so you you talk about uh having some in the can. Do you usually like keep a buffer? Yeah, I I well, so for the first part of the the first part of the show when I was doing this, I I, I this is one of I'll get, I guess I'll get to the mistakes later, but I didn't use social media like you should. I was mm. literally just asking friends because it was just like an excuse to hang out. So I moved uh, to Rhode Island. I'm from Connecticut. It's about two hours away. Not that far, but enough for like, you know, after you hit like 25, mm. it's really hard to make friends. So mm. it was just a way to just fucking, I'm such an extrovert. So it was a way to hang out with people. And I was like, I'm not doing any Skype interviews. I'm just going to invite people I know on and I'll drive to their houses and it'll be great. And so oh. I was doing like week to week by week, you know, very but local, so actual friends, yeah. not expecting people to let more than like 20 downloads in a week at most. And uh, right. then, um, yeah, and then I got to a point where I got scared. I was like, I'm out of cast. I don't know what to do. The show's going to end. End up on Twitter. And then I, I've gotten to this point where now it's just like, I can't, f- there's not enough time in the day to have guests. I could quit my job tomorrow and I could record 10 episodes a day. I've gotten so far into it. Uh, but yeah, I usually have a bunch in the can only just because of uh, my work schedule and the way that would work out. It's just easier for me to record like five in a month and then just sit and not work and then edit those and release them weekly. It just makes life way easier. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, for me, it's uh, I've got a couple in the can for this show. The Ritual Misery podcast we put out every week. We record it weekly and we try to have guests on, stuff like that. And we record it Friday night stateside and I try to have it. I try to have it out by Wednesday. That's impressive. <laughs> I would love to have it out by uh, by Saturday. Um, apparently, weekends are kind of a bad time to release podcasts, but definitely yeah. b- before Wednesday. That way, there's a chance to listen to it before we record live the next week. And, and uh, we, we actually broadcast that one live on DiamondClub.tv, so that's kind of important to make sure we have the old one out before we <laughs> start recording the new one live. Uh, <laughs> that's impressive. That's good turnaround. That's really good turnaround. Um, and you, I've and you said there. you listen to your episodes before you put them up. I do. I do. I do a full listen Oof. with a look over the show notes, and then I, I, what I'll do is I'll we we record it. <clears throat> excuse me. We record it video uh, on the stream, and we record the, the audio separately. So what I'll do is I'll actually take the video and slice the the front and back of it off. Uh, put in the, the the visual bumpers and stuff. Have that uploaded uploading to YouTube while I'm doing the audio editing, and the audio editing is the official the official podcast. You know that's that's the wow. actual product. So um, I'll go through and edit the edit that. And usually, unless there's technical difficulties or you know like one of us has to step away from the mic for an extended period of time or something like that. Usually it's just chopping the front and the back off, finding uh, you know some kind of little quip or whatever to put in the, as a bumper before the music, and then throwing the the musical tags on there, and then listening to the whole thing, and actually typing out the show notes, make sure they all match up and they're in the right order, so people aren't confused when they're scrolling through their phone. 
Holy fuck, dude. That's insane. <laughs> and you do that in under a week? Yeah. Yeah. Consistently? Usually, yeah. Wow. Very, very consistently. I've only gone... Uh, since since I've started the new process of it, of not going through and taking out all the ums and uhs and everything else, I've gotten very, very consistent with having it under a week. Yeah. I've, I've been... Uh, I got a new episode at least one a week. Every Monday, there's a new episode. Sometimes Thursdays, if I get like so many episodes, I try to get a second one out to get moving. Um, actually, this year, the end of the 20... After the holiday, it just was like... I just... Uh, Lost internet for like a few, like five days, and uh, I was away and everything. So I ended up not putting one out, and that was the first time in over a year I didn't have an episode. And I uh, thought in my, you know, in my head, I panicked. I was like, "All right, it's over. I quit the podcast. I, I let everyone down. No one's going to download it. Uh, I ha- I made this promise to myself, and it made no difference at all. So I need to give myself a break. That that is one thing that I've learned about podcasters is, is there's a uh, you know you have A personalities and B personalities, and in podcasters are typically. A type personalities. And I'm such so, a B person. I'm such yeah. a B. Yeah, it's so. weird. Uh, <laughs> you should hear like some of the conversations I have in like my, with my therapist. It's like I'm like I have a, a type B personality, but when it comes to the podcast, it's the only time in my life where I'm type A. Yeah. I one time went to Italy and like posted two episodes before I left for like a week. I somehow recorded, edited, and then hosted two episodes. So I was in Italy, couldn't use the internet, and I had an episode released that I couldn't even promote. Just cause, mm. And I'm like, that's not me. But yeah, it brings out the type <laughs> A in me, and I, which is a great thing. It's been fucking wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, once I learned how to schedule, uh, schedule releases in, in WordPress, it's made oh, this podcast a lot easier. So I can actually have it set up to where they'll release without me even remembering about it. <laughs> And talk about mistakes. I mean, that's a lot of my stuff was just like, I hate being like one of those people, like when people say, I didn't know anything in the beginning, but man, I remember me and Mike, the guy he started with, we were like sitting down being like, all right, according to Google, we need to get an RSS feed. What does that mean? And we didn't know what it was. And I do have to mention my good friend Lily had bought me a book for my birthday of how to make a podcast, which I mm. don't have any, someone, I lent it and never got it back from someone. <laughs> And that book was so helpful because I really needed of like, this is how you record. We bought the, I mean, we did everything wrong. We bought the wrong equipment the first time. Uh, we recorded a bunch that we lost. I mean, just so much stuff. You could, um, a lot of, tra- a lot of error. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably for um, the best. So, so, uh, when I, fr- my first inkling, so I wanted to do a podcast. Me and Kent had been doing, trying YouTube projects and we've been trying this and that and, uh, him and I are our best friends from back in high school, you know, back in like eighth grade. And we came in the Air Force together. Uh, we were stationed together uh, a couple times, and we've, you know, we've managed to make it, make this friendship stay together regardless of the distance and everything else. But there was a couple, there was a couple years there where he was, you know, having, having marital problems. I was having marital problems, and it's completely separate events. We both got divorced. I ended up getting remarried, and and all this other stuff, and then we finally made you know got in touch again, and we were like, well, we're not going to let this happen again. But we didn't know really know where to go with it, like how to you know we kept trying stuff. And one day I was listening to the post show on DTNS, the Daily Tech News Show with Tom Merritt, mm. and he was talking about yeah, it's it you know he was mentioning offhandedly how all you really need to do is you know have audacity and you know feedly and. And you just you use Internet Archive to host your files and and all this and and you can do everything for free. And I was like, oh, oh, oh I'm saving this episode. And yeah, I sat it's... there and I studied it like five times over and started doing started researching from there. And within within a month from that, we were recording 
our alpha episodes, which were awful. Yeah, it's it's great. The amount of resources out there that once you kind of look for it, I mean, and people are wonderful. People want to help you. People, there's so many good people like you. And I don't know about you, but I'm not making the dime, nor am I trying. But like, I've gotten invited into the, like how we met on these Facebook groups, and there are people who are professional, and it's just like no one's asked, and everyone's just like. I want to help everyone out there. I love podcasting so much. Start one. Even like Kevin Smith, who's such like a big name for everything, and he'll be the first one. He's like, start a podcast. Don't worry about yep. money. Just just start a fucking podcast. It's mm-hmm. a great excuse to sit down and talk to a person for an hour without looking at your phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is yep, true. Um, I mean, for me, I'm guilty of that. Like, I, you know, I'm married and I have a job and, you know, people have lives and it's just nice to get to talk to people. It's fucking great. I, I love it. Everyone yeah, should uh, be on them. As, as far as making money, we uh, we just crossed over our fiscal year, which kind of lines up with the uh, the annual year because we have no reason not to, and we have made enough to pay for our our hosting. Oh, you know what? I, I got on a network, <laughs> and um, that that took care of my hosting. So that's uh, what I, I I don't profit, but I don't make it. You know, I've actually found ways to make profit, and that you can do stuff like you could do the Amazon and like um, the audio audiobook stuff you could sign up for, but. I'm a Patreon and uh, I mean advertising. I'm sure if I really put the effort into it, I could make a couple bucks. But I, I don't know. I don't really care. See, see, we actually we have uh, we have an Amazon affiliation, and most of the money that we make off that is stuff that we're buying for ourselves. Um, yeah, that would be my we, year. We we have we have a Patreon, which uh, which it, we get uh, about. I think we're up up at about dollar seventy nine episode. So you know that's that, awesome. With, with that, well, uh, yeah, that that helps out. That that pays the bills once it once it really kicks in. Um, and uh, we I have we have t shirts for sale. We make a dollar commission off each t shirt we sell. Um, I mean, we've done we've done all the things that you're supposed to do without having an advertiser. You know, without that's actually impressive. having a sponsorship. And then uh, this last uh, couple weeks ago, we got a uh, well, Ken's a huge fan of Kickstarter, and he. Yep. He, uh, he he we he had Francis Madeira of Hip Hops on at, when they were doing their Kickstarter, and we helped push him over the top. So when the cards finally came out, and Kent got his cards, and he sent me uh, one of the decks, and we're sitting there, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and spit this out, and I did like a little a little promo. You know, this this uh, episode is brought to you by Hip Hops. Blah 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 blah. Never had any intention on it, and then Francis Madeira subscribes to our podcast, so he heard it, and he was like, yes, yes, I like this. This is awesome. Uh, here's five bucks for each person that uses uh, this this coupon code. They get free shipping. You get five bucks, and I sell a deck of cards. And I was like, "Holy shit! We just got a sponsor man. organically. We didn't ask for one or anything oh, else." Oh man, that's so, so sweet. Yeah, I mean, it's only it's only five bucks, right? But you know what five bucks is? Five bucks is a month worth of ho- of hosting. That's you know, hosting fee. That's yeah, <laughs> and it's fun, right? Yeah, and 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 it's it's especially with that one, it was organic. It's not so, it's not like I was going out there looking for money or anything else. I was actually just trying to pimp a product that I think is really cool. Yeah, I gotta and, start talking about products I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know. I, it was pretty awesome. So I'm looking around my room. I was like, I don't have any products in here. Yeah. I have like a bed and a cat. <laughs> it was like a Homer Simpson toy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so this is a little bit off topic. But if people uh, people are listening and they don't like off topic, then they shouldn't be listening to the show anyway. Yeah. So there they are. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty badass. Um, but anyway, uh, now. What other mistakes did you make when you were uh, when you were starting this thing up? Well, the very basic mistake um, we this now doesn't even apply, but we started off hosting on SoundCloud, and at this time, this is a, like uh, end of 
I don't know, sometime in uh, 2013. At that time, SoundCloud, or maybe it did, but we didn't know how. No, I really don't think it did. It was a big deal. SoundCloud didn't go to iTunes. Mm. So that was probably our first mistake. Um, the biggest mistake, too, I would even say was uh, not joining. T- well, first off, uh, what we did do right was like, um, didn't really we getting comfortable in front of a microphone at the time. My, you know, I used to, I don't anymore, but I used to smoke pot. And so I would get like high and like drink a uh, hard cider and try to record an episode and I just oh. couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> one time I got like, I don't, I don't drink at all. So, like, so, so le- lesson number one, don't sobriety. be high. <laughs> yeah. I would get just one time I had, like, I don't actually drink at all. So I had like a hard cider and a half, which for me gets me a little giggly. And, like, Mike's like, so where are you from? And I just laughed at him for 10 minutes. I couldn't even handle it. I was so nervous in front of the microphone. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, those are, like, rookie, rookie mistakes. The, the now, real good you, stuff comes later. Did you keep any of those really early episodes? You know, when Mike quit, I took them offline. They might uh, be on the computer. They're not even, so you, like, bad. They're just boring. We're we just don't we, know how to... We have exceptionally bad episodes or alpha episodes. We we, we like to say the Ritual Mi- Misery podcast is still in beta, um, but yeah, the yeah. the alpha episodes are so awful that they are. We, I'm pushing them out as Patreon or patron only. That's how awful they are. <laughs> like 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 if you're gonna do this, you're gonna give us a, a penny an episode to listen to this awfulness. Is what you're gonna do? <laughs> yeah. It- Learning to talk to people is surprisingly hard. Even like, you think you know how to do it, and then especially when you already know the person, you think, uh, you know, we have all these awesome conversations. We're just going to record it and put it out there. Yeah, but but then you get the Skype difficulties, or you get the lag, or you, or you get the you know you constantly Someone saying um and, uh, and yes, and, and the quiet ones, it, it just never quite works out that way. So you, you get the extroverts who shut down in front of a microphone, and you're like uh, and then you get the introverts who open up in front of a microphone, and you're like uh. <laughs> but more in terms of like uh, nitty gritty of like stuff that people can actually use in terms of mess up. Uh, the most classic fuck up I ever think I've had is I accidentally just deleted a file. Mm. <laughs> I like was trying to delete something else and I didn't realize I had hit control and it deleted someone's episode and just it was just gone. Uh, I've had uh, <laughs> never got it back and never re-recorded. It was just. I, I don't know about how other people do it, but I always – I didn't tell the person what happened, but I always apologize and let people know if an episode didn't work for whatever reason. Right. Um, I'd never not posted anything because of content. Once I got guests, it's only just because of technical stuff because mm-hmm. um, I need to have an episode a week. <laughs> yeah. What's great thing about – the good and bad thing about my show, if I have the best episode ever, that's awesome. But to me, I'm, by the following Sunday, it doesn't mean anything. So if it's good, it's great. If it's bad, it's bad. Don't mean shit. It's – yeah. um, so I also used to do a thing where when I was learning how to do Skype, I would ask guests to record their other half and then send it to me because I didn't know about Skype Recorder or, or any of those types of things. Mm-hmm. And um, at least four times, people would just not send – people one, – one time it was someone who was just lazy and they just never sent me their file. One person was like – and that was someone I knew, so I was like, oh, this sucks, but you're my friend. It doesn't matter. And then right. one time it was an actual guest. Um, his name is Mike Sachs. He wrote a book called Poking the Dead Frog, which I absolutely fucking loved. It's uh, interviews with today's top comedians. I recommend everyone read it. He's, uh, he works for like, GQ and stuff. And not his fault at all, but he didn't, wasn't really tech savvy. And he recorded on Audacity, and I don't think he knew how to re- export an MP3. And then I never got the file, and the episode never went up. Oh yeah. yeah. 
I, I think my biggest problem was relying on Facebook for promotion rather than non-technically than uh, before I joined Twitter. That mm-hmm. was, I don't know if you guys noticed when you do a Facebook post, it's like you reach seven people. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ones um, you don't give a shit about reach five thousand, like five hundred. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. And, and and it's typically not a very good. Uh, well, at least in our case, it's not a very good uh, activity turnaround either. It, we may have a post to reach six hundred people, and like three people will interact with it. Well, yeah, you know, I, I think everyone would say that it's not <laughs> worth paying for it. Um, definitely really not on- worth paying for. No, yeah. definitely not worth paying for. Uh, yeah, and even in the very beginning, we bought the wrong microphones. We had to return. We had so much equipment failure. Mm. I think for anyone listening, if you're looking for like advice of like what to do, like a don't be afraid to fail, and uh, don't fucking post your first episode. <laughs> Record at least three episodes and learn, and you're gonna fuck up. You know what the best thing is? Things that you fuck up aren't even your fault. Things that affect you the most are things you don't even do or think of, and then you lose control. Like, I have a good story. So this is early in. I have the lead singer of Folion, who was like a, a close, my friend John, good friend, but we've been friends for years. And um, they had a good size following. They had broken up in their their in the world. They, they toured the U.S. a ton. Um, first guest I ever had that actually had a following that wasn't just a friend that people I don't know would probably listen to. Um, so he let, I go to his house in Jersey, and um, my in-laws live around there, so great to see him. Uh, we talked for about two and a half, maybe three. Uh, we talked for about three straight hours. Foolish me turns the computer away from me. I'm an amateur at this point, and um, unbeknownst to me, my port and my mixer just died about 30 seconds in. So one microphone had to record our two voices. And it took oh. me about – and this is – I learned a lot, but it took me about seven <laughs> hours to make it as listenable as possible. And I still released it, mm. and I apologized, I apologized, and mm. it's listenable-ish. Not to me, but people still re- <laughs> responded well. And yeah. I mean, if I had the computer facing me, I would have noticed it immediately. <laughs> But, yeah, that's a that's something yeah. I've I've learned very uh, very early on is is record all the sources you possibly can. Like yeah. you you're doing you're doing call recorder right now, so you're recording your uh, your audio or you're doing Audacity or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm recording my audio. I'm recording the Skype call, both sides of it, um, yep. which includes my system audio because you know as you could hear the uh, the the intro music playing. Um, and just getting the intro music to feed back into Skype after setting OBS up in order to broadcast the Ritual Misery podcast on on Friday nights, holy crap! Like that was that took me three days of of solid yeah. messing with audio settings to get it right. And I, I agree. I think the biggest thing is just to keep going and, and try it. And uh, I've heard I've heard a couple different story heard it put a couple different ways. But if um, if you record and you go through and you you finish your editing process and you're still going and it's still entertaining to you. You're in, um, and if you're yep. not embarrassed by your early episodes, you're doing something wrong. So, yeah, and they're not even bad. <laughs> and I, I guess that was at least for someone like me, it was good to start with like friends of mine, and then mm-hmm. s- instead of actual guest. So when it was like, "Hey, I lost the audio. Hey, I deleted your file. Hey, it didn't record. <laughs> That's cool. I would never be yep. on a podcast any other way." Um, yeah. Now, now, when you start getting big names, like we had Margaret Weiss on last year, and that was like a total nerd moment for me and Kent because we were huge Dragonlance fans. And 
that whole show, that was the first time I ever did a mix minus. That was the first time we used, used Skype on the podcast because mm-hmm. we, were, we were using uh, Google Hangouts before that. And like we, it was so many firsts that we, that we did just for Margaret Weiss, and it actually came off. And we're, uh, <laughs> it was just amazing that it actually worked. Um, but I was nervous as hell the whole time that it's something that I was going to screw something up or that, you know, the mixer would just die or something like that. And I was like, oh. Even the episode you just uh, referred to when we were talking before we started, um, um, I had JP from Beach Slang, who's like really mm-hmm. big in that world. Um, my audio sounds terrible and I have no fucking clue why. And I don't know what happened. <laughs> so, so what kind of computer do you record on? A Dell. Is it a laptop? Yeah. Okay. So what it sounded like to me, this is. Oh, good. This is, just, this is just my post-show analyst. My, it sounded my, to me, my, it sounded to me like your the mic that you're actually using right now was deselected in Skype, and it went to the webcam oh. microphone. That's what it sounds like to me. But that's no, you're right because I had been mixing around <laughs> with microphones from a previous episode. Um, yeah, should I check that now on, on here? Um, well, you sound you sound good so far. I, I can definitely tell because when you turn away from the mic, I can hear it, hear it drop out. So. I'm um, speaking, now, I'm terrified. <laughs> what, what should it be in mic line HTD, right? Uh, uh, well, probably as long as it's not the you know the webcam one or whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay, it's on automatic. Yeah, you know that's probably what happened. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't even, let don't let Skype. Okay, here's a lesson for you. Don't let Skype. This is for all the listeners. Anybody listening to the show? Don't let Skype manage anything. Ever. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> fucked me over more than once. <laughs> Another great story. Um, <laughs> I have a really great get. His name is Sean Clemens. He wrote for he wrote for uh, Workaholics. He now works. He was promoting the show The Grinder with Rob Lowe and Fred Savage right before it came out. I was like, yeah, that's gonna do anything. Now it's like a huge fucking hit. The only reason this is such a big deal is I our moms were together in Connecticut, <laughs> and that's how we ended up getting connected. I didn't ask for him. Um, I don't know if anyone out there has listened. He, he's on this wonderful show called The Hollywood Handbook on Earwolf. Um, so, like, for me, it was, like, a get. And ended up being a wonderful conversation. Couldn't be nicer. We're from a town away. I'm pretty sure my mom must have been bragging to his mom. Oh, my son has a podcast. And she's like, oh, so does my son. Here's what it's called. And my mom told me. I was like, mom, you know the guy from Hollywood Handbook? I listened to that show. Yeah, he works on some TV show called Workaholics. I was like, What? And my mom, sweet as could be, is like, oh, I should ask her. And I think her, I think his mom told my mom, I feel like a six-year-old, like kind of play a Skype, like basically a podcast date, was like, oh, I should see if Sean wants to do your son's show. And I was like, no, don't, don't do that. I, why would he want to? It doesn't matter. And then like he reached out to me on Twitter and was like, hey, man, I'd love to do your show sometime. And then he did it. And That's awesome. Something happened and Skype, my Skype recorder failed and, didn't, and it didn't record anything. Oh. Oh to man! To Sean's credit, nicest guy in the world. He's going to come back. He's just got a very—he's getting married and he's very busy. Um, so it will happen again. But it was just like so. Dude. So two lessons there. Two two points of advice there. One: never trust Skype or your mother or or, 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 or Hangouts or anything else. And two: never underestimate the power of uh, word of mouth. Yeah, it's from your mom, and I didn't ask for it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Imagine being yep. like my mom is like working at a hospital talking to another hospital employee like, oh, my son has a podcast. That guy should be me. It shouldn't be the guy who's on Earwolf who is writing for TV shows. Dude, I've se- I mean, I'm a huge comedy nerd. Like, I've seen that dude on fucking Parks and Rec. And I'm like, oh, my. And I got to talk to him about it. <laughs> and he is like 
personal friends of like Donald Glover and DC Pearson and all these people I love. And in my head, I'm like, I, I do this weird thing with guests. I don't know if it's right or not, but I feel like if I have a guest on, I can then at, and I ask someone I want. So like, here's an example. If I have, I had, if Sean came on and I was like, all right, I'm going to ask DC Pearson on DC Pearson might go look at my show and be like, Oh, Sean did it. Maybe he'll say yes. Oh yeah. I, I do that oh, a yeah. lot. I don't, no, if other people know it, like, but I do that all the time. I was like, all right, if I have this guest on, I really want to have this person as well. If they see I had this person, maybe they'll do it. And I don't know that's, why people say yes, but I think that could be a part of it. That that's actually one of the things that's been uh, been hinted to me that when I go out and, and you know, well, Kent does most of the promotion for for the Ritual Misery podcast, but when he goes out and asks people to come on the show to actually give them a link of someone that we know that they know. So then they follow yep. the link. They see, they might else. listen. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. And like, if, if your goal is to have someone famous, start at the bottom, find their PA and then work your way up or whatever. Like yep. I had, um, Matt Coffon, who is, um, it sounds like I'm plugging myself. I'm really not, but he's a writer for the daily show. And, but the reason that happened was I just happened to see him perform comedy live and, in Providence where I live and it was great. And I asked him on Twitter. I also asked the four performers I saw that night on and one said yes. So mm-hmm. like for every one episode you see, you don't get to know about the 10 people that ignore me. No one ever says no, yeah. just ignore. <laughs> here's, here's another thing. Um, uh, Kent and I, we went to South by Southwest last year and it oh, cost man. us. It, oh yeah. We're, we're going again this year. Um, we, uh, we printed out. Well, we we went. I went to like Office Max or whatever, and paid like thirty five bucks for five hundred business cards with just a logo and basic information on it. And we pimped those things out to everyone. We had one of them come back for us, but we had a whole, we added like five or ten listeners that weekend. And at the time, that was huge. That was like That's half our listener huge. base. But you, yeah, it, you know, it's it's all it's it's a number of listeners. But there's a time in my show I had a very low number. Perfect example of uh, if I have this person on, maybe this person, that person will do it on. And for me, I think it has to be genuine. I have to actually want to have the person on because I'm not making money. I only want to talk to people I think that are cool and I can think I'll get along with. So there's yep. a guy, Tom Mullen, who runs a website called Washed Up Emo. I had him on, and in my head, I was like, all right, if I have Tom on, there's a podcast I love called Going Off Track. I could ask this guy Steven on because I know him and him and Tom know each other because they've been they've you know they've been on each other's shows and I was like all right so I had Tom on and then I did that same thing on Twitter I was like hey man love to have you on the show I did the same thing so and so was once on they said yes and then I carried that on I was like well I wonder if your co-host Jonah would come on and I did the same thing I was like hey man so and so came on I wonder if you ever want to come on and Jonah like we were emailing he's like oh yeah Steven told me about you uh, yeah sounds great. Can't wait to do it. So, like, one episode turns into three episodes. Right, right. I guess that's the key to booking. It's just just be fucking nice. And yeah, well, be I mean, cool. it, it, that and, and uh, how I'm getting, how I've gotten every lead so far on this podcast is by uh, uh, Lewis Cognon's uh, Facebook page. You know, oh, that thing is amazing. It is. There, there's such a great resource. And um, I was afraid of, I would turn people off because, you know, I wanted to make sure this podcast wasn't trying to sell people things. And, and, Trying to get him to you know which is, which is what Lewis Cogden does for a living he 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 trains people on how to reach out so, with social media and things like that to increase your podcast sales and all that kind of stuff so I I kind of felt like I was the black fish in the water you know um, but it's turned out amazing like I'm I'm getting to meet such great people and and you know just different podcasters from 
from all walks. You know, guys that are definitely in it for the for the profit. Uh, guys like you know you that are just doing it because it's it's something fun to do that you can do and doesn't cost you a whole lot of money. And you know, I'm actually getting the all walks of life, which is amazing. Yeah. I, yeah, and that's I mean, like I have as much fun talking to someone who's written for a TV show I love, or just having a friend I haven't seen in a long time, and just getting right. a chance to talk. Or I love having fellow podcasters on because it's like I listen to your, sh- especially if I as a show you listen to a lot and you feel like you know them, mm-hmm, or comedians, mm-hmm. musicians. Like I like when I was talking to JP from Beach Slang, I'm like, this is weird. I I this there's no reason you would ever sit down and talk to me for an hour, and that's okay. But I've listened to your album. I didn't tell him this. But I was like, I've listened to that album like 35 straight times, and now I'm obsessed with it. And now we can mm-hmm. just have a conversation, and I'll feel like a connection to it forever. Yeah, yeah. It's um, great. Another, another thing I've done, you talk about having friends on. Um, I've got, I, I don't have a whole lot of friends. I, I've got a, a, a very wide swath of, of associates. <laughs> but uh, there's been a few times me and Ken have had, uh, like when we had Charlie Fultz on, on the Ritual Misery podcast, Charlie's just—he's just a classmate. He, you know, he went to high school with us. He, you know, he's just a funny dude that we know. And that podcast, I almost pissed myself like twice sitting in my chair because it was just so funny. Um, yeah, you know, it was just kind of out of the blue. And man, that, that was one of those things. Like anytime Charlie wants to come back on, we we're going to have him on because that was amazing. Yeah, no, I've, you know, it didn't—it made... didn't necessarily take someone someone famous. You know, it just just the conversation is really what it's about. Yeah, I've uh, I made friends. I my Mike, the guy I started with, who I don't talk with anymore. Not for anything bad, just you know, lost touch. Um, he entered, he brought his friend Nate Pevion, who's been on my show at Fuckton, and uh, Nate and I are like to this day we hang out and we get dinner like once every couple weeks. And like, I moved to a city where I didn't know anyone and made an actual friend because of podcasting. Mm-hmm. And the best is when I, I sometimes people come on and then we stay like, uh, and then we stay friends on the line, and it's a really supportive group. Like we retweet each other, and like I'm in so many countless like threads on social media sites and like when someone does oh excuse me when someone does something good it's not like jealousy it's like why didn't i get that guest i'm like holy fuck adrian got this person or jason did that or or tina or it's just like yes good for you it's very cross supportive and that's another thing that i that i see is when you know i listen to uh i i normally subscribe to about 20 podcasts you know and and of course i listen before i have anybody on the show on this show, I'll, I'll listen to the, uh, at least one episode, the, at least their latest, and usually usually I go with the latest episode and like a random one, five or ten episodes back. Just kind of get a, a different feel for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, I completely forgot where I was going with that, but uh, it's very, it's very cross-professional, <laughs> you know, it's very cross-supportive. And you listen to, uh, to different, different podcasts, and there are some that are very, that you can tell they're about their podcast. And when you when you talk to them about their podcast, that's all they want to talk about is their podcast. And then you got other people that are like, "Yeah, I did this, and this helped this person out. Then they helped me out, and it's this. It's an yeah. actual community, and it's great." That's all. If that's the best way to build a listenership, I mean, start with numbers. Numbers are good or whatever, but like, no one's gonna give a shit about your show more than you. But if you like other people's show, they'll like your show, and then that will bring. Like, I have a small show, and I have a. Fi- Sounds weird to me to say. I have a fan base. People I don't know listen to the show. That mm-hmm. took two fucking years to do. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> a lot of that fan base are probably people I talk to online on a regular basis because I listen to their show. I guest on their show. They've been guests on my show. It, it, it does. Like, to really build an audience, it's almost you've got to create a community. Um, so, like, you know, and there's shows I listen to only because I've been on that show. 
and then I fall in love with it, and then I hit subscribe. And then, of course, every small show has a small audience, and if you can get out there and do ten small shows, you're going to get a bunch of guests you never had. And mm-hmm. and then, but you know, give it back, man. If you have a show and you have guests on, like, have people on your show. Don't be don't don't be stingy. Like, obviously, you're invited on my show. We'll hammer out those details. Like, that's spot for a spot is the way to to, to really do it. Right. Yeah. And th- that's another thing is is we actually joined in because we're kind of we're, we've been fanboys of the, of the Diamond Club for a while. You know, just it's it's a series of podcasters that I've been listening to since 2008 when I first got into podcasting that has developed its own fan base and its own community. And we've been members of the community. And now that we're actually active participants in the community, it's funny. We're actually getting feedback when we when we broadcast live out of the chat room and everything else. But we're not getting a whole lot of listeners from those because the people that are actually starting to subscribe are the people that they tell about the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I, I, so um, it, it's it's not even a one for one. It's not even like a direct correlation. It's it's some no. it's some magical uh, uh, ether, you know, formula or something that it, it just it just works and the the numbers so will show. Do you ever have this thing where you have a guest on that has like some sort of notoriety or? Not fame. I don't have famous people on. I don't. I don't give a shit about that. You know. But you have a guest on that should have X amount of drawer, and then nothing happens. And I just had mm. this recently. I had um, Johnny Moskeger. He's he's from a small podcast called Taint Funny. Uh, really great guys. They're from Florida. We're on the same network. That thing fucking exploded. I was like, all right, this is going to get X amount of downloads. I'll be. Honest. I was like, all right, this. Sh- I hope this hits a hundred. I'll be happy. And it hit like five or six hundred. I was like. Dude, how? And he's like, I have no idea. I I don't know why either. And then I have like members of bands or comedians, and and then they don't they don't hit that five or six. And mm-hmm. I have noticed it's the people who aren't. I don't know, I want to say famous. The people that have less to offer in terms of are the people who promote you the hardest. Mm-hmm. Like if you get a young, I got I had a band on. They're called Here's Your Breakdown. I was the first podcast they ever did. They promoted my show harder than any guest I've ever had on, and they got way more listeners. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. that's cool. And, and if you're putting out good content, if you're just making an effort and putting out good content and not, not being fake, you'll actually retain a lot of those listeners. Yeah, and it's cool. And I got an email from someone. Uh, oh, yeah, this would be up. Jacob Haller was just like, he found my show from a guest that he followed on Twitter, decided to listen, liked it. And I always tell everyone in my, in my intros, I hope I do, but I, I'm, I'm basically, if anyone wants to come on, shoot me an email and I almost will never say no, unless you're like a member of the clan or something like a terrible <laughs> human being, something, something, something absolutely repulsive. Yeah. You know, I don't want any misogynist or like se- or no misogynist, racist or bigots. Like I just don't yeah. want to deal with that shit. Well, I I, you I know, I would actually, I'd actually welcome one of those onto the Rich Misery podcast because me and Kent would just sit there and tear him up the entire time. Yeah, I, I don't have a partner so to tear funny. him up with. But, but I don't know if that's worth more than just you know part of a segment. <laughs> no, it's fucking worth it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, I, and I'm like, if you like comedy, TV, or music, and we could talk for thirty minutes, anyone can come on. And someone finally fucking took me up on it, and then turned out this guy Jacob. We live in the same city, and now like mm. I, it's only a matter of time before we run into each other at a concert or something. It's it's cool. Like it's really fucking cool. Yeah, I think I fun. just did a big tangent about nothing. So the point of that is, uh, no one's going <laughs> to promote your show more than you. <laughs> that's the answer. <laughs> Forty minutes in, and we finally got an answer. Um, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> so 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 my my next uh, my next key thing that I like to talk, like to talk about is. Um, how do you measure success and what grade would you give yourself? 
I know Ooh. that's kind of complicated, especially especially for a hobbyist. Yeah, well, success. I don't. I personally don't re- do it by downloads because I hit a point in downloads where I don't care. Um, I know it's easy to say you don't care about downloads, and I think the only reason I can say that is because I hit that number where I'm like, mm. all right, I don't care anymore. But if I don't get it, I'm like, eh. But I've had like a lot of downloads, and it didn't make me feel any better. Um, the way I really think of it is um, it's a really weird way. I like to go – I have an Apple TV. I like to go into podcasts. I look at my own, and then I hold down and see how long it takes me to get to the bottom. And for me, it's really about how many I put out a week. So like when I ha- I get more excited the fact that I've recorded and released 106 episodes than the con- than if they were good or not <laughs> like for quantity so for that but then um I also grade um the experience like I always say I care more about the hour conversation than I care about the downloads so I mm. would rather have the best conversation with someone and get like 100 downloads than have a terrible conversation and get 10,000 like that means yeah. nothing so yeah um I don't know, probably like a. I'm feeling kind of cocky. I'm going to give myself an A. <laughs> I usually <laughs> well, don't. Um, I'm not. It, that's it, not my personality. But for some reason, the podcast brings out a different side of me. And um, yeah, <laughs> and I made a lot of friends. And I just say, I I feel like I've gotten very supportive by people, and I feel like I've gotten to do that same back. And I've had some amazing conversations, and I've made a lot of friends. Like. Um, and in and, and real life friends too, like people I've gotten to meet on, from the show and then we've met in real life and it's, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, and that's, that's definitely, uh, that's definitely a good measure is if you're enjoying yourself. That, that's one that I find a lot of people use. It's never not fun. I mean, there's moments of it that aren't fun, but the good ways out the bad, <laughs> like the editing isn't really my thing. I hate typing up bios and, um, I don't mind promoting but I don't like scheduling. That's kind of the thing I lack where I definitely oh. have had. That's the thing I failed at where like I've had opportunities to have good so, guests on and I just kind of like drop the ball and return in an email or something like that. So let me, let me tell you about scheduling. <laughs> well, yeah. Talking about learning just from like meeting you from like this hour and the thing you, I've like learned a hundred thousand different things. Um, so, so I, I use set more to, to schedule for this podcast and I got very quickly, I got, uh, maybe five people to sign up, but they were all signing up. It signs up in, in Korea standard time, but they were thinking that it was during their time zone and <laughs> all five of them, all five of those first five people canceled because they couldn't get it to go and none of them have rescheduled. And that will happen. And, and and it's so frustrating because now, like when you know, when, when I schedule this with you, I send you uh, the show notes, and the show notes have an actual a little table at the bottom that converts it all over to yeah. make sure that you you know, you know what we're scheduled for and everything else. And uh, in fact, I sent you the show notes a little little late. I sh- I didn't send them to you until the day of. But usually, I try to get them a couple days. Yeah, ahead but when, of time. I, when I signed up, and it even said like. 10 a.m. KST, 8 p.m. EST. Like it did the convert. I think I actually had to ask you, but it gave me yeah. a little. I, I put my cursor over it and it gave me a conversion. Yeah, man, yeah. you're booking from Korea. I can't even. Oh my god. Yeah, and I'm trying to book around my my work hours here, and and yeah, it's it's been, it's it's been it's been troubling. But uh, once you get it fleshed out, hopefully, and and it's starting to work out because I'm starting to get more people to sign up for it and uh, get yeah, but more you is an actual in. thing. I this is how I do. I like we meet people. Hey, you want to do the show? Sure. And then we both discuss times, and then yeah. hopefully we both show up on Skype. And uh, more often than not, there's been enough times where like I just like am not 
quick enough at responding to an email or I had to learn what I needed to do. What I was failing at was I wasn't, I'd be like, okay, you said yes. What I should do is like, Hey, would you like to do the show? Here's the slots I'm available. Pick one. But I didn't do that for a long time and I've lost some really great guests and it's my fault. Yeah. I, Organizational is not my uh, strong. So this is why I get happy that I have 106 episodes. For the 106 <laughs> that are out, there should be about 200 that didn't happen by now. <laughs> yeah, that, that was one of the things. That, that was a big challenge for doing this show was trying to figure out how to schedule because with me being in Korea, it's not going to work out like it you know like it typically would. Um, plus, I have so many different activities that I do. You know, I, I have a full time job. I'm in the military, so I'm putting between nine and 12 hours a day in. And then I come home, and I, I'm part of an improv group here locally. No fucking um, way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. I can't wait for you to come to my fun. show. We're going to have a lot to talk about. <laughs> You're like um, a regular Rob Riggle. Do you know who he is? <laughs> I, I do not. Oh, so he's um, a pretty well-known comedian and actor, but he's uh, like one of the only comedian dudes who's actually an active military member. Look him up. I think you'd love him. I okay. I, he's I, in like now everything. that you mention that it sounds a little, little familiar. He's um, in, yeah, he's in everything. And then, and then on the weekends, I also KJ. I also uh, uh, DJ karaoke twice a week uh, nice. uh, on one of the clubs here locally as just little uh, little side income. And so my schedule is very full. Plus, then you with, with military service comes in all the volunteer voluntold op- opportunities you get. And you know it's constantly changing. And my, I, you know, last week I was working day shift. This work, this week I'll be working like a split shift. Ew. So there, there is really, you know, I, I have to forecast out as, as as far as I can, and, and even and that's kind of sketchy. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, you know, fourteen you, hours. We're ahead talking. Of typical... It's tomorrow. <laughs> I can't get over that. It's tomorrow, and it's morning time for you. So yeah, scheduling for this was one of those things that I had to figure out before I could before I could start booking people and. Yeah, like I said, I, I think I, I think I lost five people, and I've, and I've reapproached them. We'll see how that goes, but um, yeah. it's uh, it's one of those things that that was that was the biggest the biggest hurdle to getting people onto this show is just figuring out how to schedule people. What is your ratio for every guest you get? How many do you think you've tried and failed? I always wonder that myself. I would love to see some statistics. Um, so I, like I can say ten, but I don't know if that's accurate. I can actually give you hard numbers because we keep track of all that stuff. Because you guys are, are super, man, you guys should just manage. super organized. <laughs> you guys should manage podcasts for, for a living. I uh, would. When I have kids, that's I'm going to have to pay someone to do all that stuff for me. Editing, uh, well, managing. See, that, that's that's another thing. Um, I'm in Korea now, and I'm here for a year, and I'm about seven months through it, so I've got about five months left. And I have six kids, so Holy when I go shit. home, I have to have my processes to. M- m- minimally impacts family time or my wife goes nuts yeah you know so if i'm sitting in the, sitting in the garage of you know studio or whatever you want to call it you're if i'm sitting in my workspace for four hours you know editing a 45 minute podcast that doesn't work no that does, that you want to stay work. married so, yeah yeah i i happen to love my wife i, I you know it's, yeah. it's 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 weird i know no no i, I love my wife too <laughs> i'm in that generation like um there's a great if you've you ever been on fiverr it's like the best website Mm, see now, now you're giving me even more resources. Yeah, um, I actually I do a second podcast called the Super Fast Flashcast with my buddy Tyler, who I met from a Facebook group. And uh, his he's younger, he's in college. His goal is to be a professional podcast editor, and he edits podcasts on there, on like freelance podcast editing all the fucking time, and he makes money. So like when people say there's more money in podcasting, there isn't. There is. It's just like a lot of the jobs at this stage in the game are more like sound engineers, editing, like. You know, there's little side industries that are popping up, and you know, what I mean, like, 
a sound engineer yep. makes money. The manufacturer is making money. The yeah, host, I can't believe di- yeah. di- they call them digital assistants. And I can't yeah. believe how much they're going for. You know, it, it, 500 bucks a month for doing one podcast. Just make sure it's promoted and posted and recorded. Yeah, that stuff's a fucking correctly. ripoff. Go on Fiverr, man. You'll find. <laughs> like, Tyler got us, like, artwork done in, like, really for a fair price really fast. And he like, mm. get, he catches freelance work on there all the time. So, like, when you get to the point you need an editor, let me know. I can connect you to Tyler. But um, And see, that, that's another thing is all the artwork and everything else I do myself. Like, all the creative forces behind my podcasts is me. That's it. Oh, wow. You know? What can't you do? So, um, I, you know, hopping in Photoshop, and I've learned so much Photoshop and, and things like that just to make sure that the, the artwork was right and it was consistent across podcasts and, and the logos were, were good and everything else. And um, it's uh, it, it's been an experience, at the, at the least. Yeah, there's people's so, jobs out there who are podcast producers. Like, maybe not a ton, but like, um, I don't know the guy's name, but uh, do you listen to WTF with Mark Marin? Mm hmm. The, I listened to the episode that he had Ob- the after he had Obama, and he, Brendan he had his producer on. That guy's career is or his at now is like he produces WTF with Mark Maron, and that's his, his job. I'm sure there's a yeah. fuck ton that goes into it. Yeah, yeah. There's um especially bookers. especially when like that. Yeah, like I know Nerdist. I've heard, I knew someone who knew someone who knew someone. Like they have professional bookers like book all their guests for them. Like. It, it, it's turning into that. It's cool. I think that's cool, though. Like I'm like, yes. Yeah. Okay, so that. as of right now, we have uh, we have officially sent out 18 requests for semi semi well known people. Yep. And and we've had eight of them on. That's huge. Yeah. So we're we're running almost 50 percent. Damn. Now, do you cold email Facebook, Twitter? Um, whatever, whatever their public face is. And then if we, if we can find a back channel, we'll take the back channel as well. I've never approached anyone publicly. Every, I've only done everything back channel. I'm yeah. thinking I need to start trying to, cause there's some people I'm starting to think bigger picture. I was like, yeah, maybe I could get this person. And I think a bigger mm-hmm. name isn't going to do a podcast that doesn't have enough episodes because mm-hmm. I mean, I've been on guests on shows that just never aired because the show fell apart before. Um, and I mean, I'm a nobody, but I'm still a little skeptic if someone's like, Hey, do you want to record an episode this week and we'll air it in the spring? I'm like, uh, you, you yeah. still going to be around? Our our our, uh, our biggest guest so far um, was uh, was Margaret Weiss, and then when, two weeks later we had Steve Perry, the author of uh, uh, Shadows of the Empire, and those two were right around the 50 episode mark. Perfect. And those are those are two biggest biggest ones, and and they were yeah, they were both amazing shows. They probably looked at it. They're like, all right, you you got to. You got a backlog. You're not 10, 12, four episodes in. You got, yep. you've which, done which it for a while in, and it's going to stick around. Which feeds into that keep going thing that we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. You know, you, once you start, you just got to keep going. Just keep churning through. And, oh, God. Uh, I had no downloads for like up until recently. Up until like six months ago, I was getting like 20, 30 an episode, like a week. And then one day it hit the hundo and then just kept going. And yeah. Now it uh, the cap between around one and two. And it, yeah. I mean, how, my how show's you, not big. How, how would you describe that feeling of when you finally realize you're going beyond your friends and family? I don't think anyone I know listens anymore. I think that's what everyone notices. I think you start it, and you only get your friends and family, and then they all fall off because they don't give a shit. And, and that's another they? thing. Shamelessly plug your family. Like, constantly drive them. <laughs> like, cause, you know, just, just get them out there. Get them to hey, listen I had to some of my two family or three on. episodes. Yeah, my cousin yeah, just, Max came on. My, I had my parents on. Yeah. Um, 
I, I keep trying why. to get my wife on, and she won't. She won't. She won't come on the show. Oh, my wife has been on a bunch, and now yeah, I mean, and she's so supportive, so great. She's been on it. She used to listen. I've done it for so long. She just has no reason to listen. You know? Yeah. yeah no, it felt great. <laughs> I think it, it felt freeing. I try not to talk about like my job, but then of course I guested on podcasts where I I get, I work in a. Um, in a, for a behavioral health company, and I went on a, someone's show, a mental health podcast, to talk about mental health, about where I work for an hour, and I made dick jokes. So yeah. <laughs> maybe I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a cool feeling when it's not your friends and family, and on it's it's really cool. Um, it's funny when you someone you don't know listen to it and they reference it, and you're like, what? Uh, yeah, like a friend. Yeah, I had an old job, and someone refer. I call my my recording studio slash bedroom my, the cat cave. Because whenever I do, my cat sits next to me. Batman, Batcave. I thought it was funny. <laughs> and one day we were walking into something. He's like, oh, it's the cat cave. And I froze. I was like, what? How do you know that? <laughs> oh, you mean this thing I publicly ask everyone to listen to and then someone does and I get scared that they do? Yeah. yeah it's, th- that's another thing. I, I have a couple of coworkers that listen and I, I'll forget all about them listening and I'll, uh, you know, just going through my normal daily life. And then they'll drop one of the inside jokes from the show. You know, one of our inside jokes is, uh, is still in beta, like, you know, hashtag still in beta. And I'll be sitting at work and I'll, you know, forget something. Like, I'll be sitting in a meeting and be like, oh, shit, I forgot my notes or whatever. And they'll look at me and go, still in beta, huh? They're like, oh. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, I, if, I, if that happens, though, I try to invite them on. I'm like, oh, dude, if you listen, come on the show. Mm-hmm. I, I would try to have my brother on. He just wants no part of it. And that's fine. Just, I think you have to... Um, I had to learn not to take it personal when people, you know, don't listen. Yeah, I think yeah, that the, was well, and, a lesson. And that, that was a, that was a, that was a big thing to me. I know I have a couple family members that listen because I'm not overly in touch with them. Otherwise, you know, I can't I can't sit there and, and keep up with all my family in California and things like that just all the time. Uh, so I know they listen because they like to hear what I'm what I'm into and everything else, and that's really cool. But then sometimes because I don't think about that when I'm when I'm recording the Ritual Misery podcast, especially. It's just a show. Like whatever happens on the show is just we're just gonna go with it. It's pretty much no holds barred with the with the few legal exceptions that I have as a member of the military. Um, it's just let's just roll with it, and wherever it goes, it goes. And then you know they'll say something about you know yeah they listen to the podcast, and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, if you listen to this last week's episode, you you might have a different opinion of me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's nice when people are like oh I've had heard that like oh it's a nice way to keep up. I'm like I'm like I really appreciate anyone who thinks that. But I was like, but it's not because I don't talk about like my life. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. I'm, it's not about. But I mean, it's very nice that anyone listens. Yeah, um, yeah, but, very but, much so. But yeah, it, it's not about my life. Oh, weird! Yep. I just echoed back. Oh, uh, Skype just gave me a notification, and yeah, well, again, uh, again, don't trust Skype. Whenever, whenever Skype is gonna t- can take an opportunity to to bleep at you or something like that, it will. So, uh, yeah, I just got a, I got a message from somebody else. I'm uh, echoing. And, oh. That's odd. Hello? I'm yeah. Um, everything I say is coming through. It's going to fuck everything up for you. <laughs> well, you still you still sound perfectly fine on this end. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, my audacity is going, so. Oh, that's so weird. And it's funny because uh, this is what we've been talking about. Yeah, yeah. Don't trust Skype. It's... It's great for what we use it for, but man, it's there. There has to be a solution out there that's not going to cost an arm and leg. That's actually designed for podcasters. You know, maybe that's like the next thing. If I was, still we use in a thing in my work deeply. called Nalari. 
Yeah, I don't know. Use speaker or speaker's headphone? No. Independent, uh, uh, I don't have headphones on. <laughs> Sorry about this. You can call this out, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This will be one of those technical difficulties I'll cut. Yeah, um, I don't know if, if we're close towards the end if you want to do it. So just in case this fucks it up, you have to cut it out. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, That's this, so this, weird. This An hour in, just started doing this. So there you go. There's uh, there's one more reason not to trust Skype and uh, to to understand there's going to be technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, man. Um, well, I'll tell you what. It is about that time anyway. Uh, would you like to have a, a minute or so to, to pimp out your stuff and tell people where they can find you and, and get a hold of you? Yeah, you know, all the All the typical podcast closing things. Yeah, so uh, my show, Let's Chat with Revel and Friends, is on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, uh, Stitcher. Stitcher, whatever podcatcher you can find it on. Uh, I'm on a wonderful podcast network called The Misfits Network. Uh, you can find that on themisfitsnetwork.com. You can send me an email at Let's Chat. Um, actually, find me on Twitter at Let's Chat Podcast. There's a Facebook page. And also check out my other podcast, Super Fast Flashcast, where we recap a 20-minute episode. We do 20-minute episodes. So let me rephrase that. We uh, recap CW's The Flash in 20 minutes or under. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's everything. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Um, so uh, people can find me on uh, Twitter at Ethan Kane. It, it, people listening to this show are going to get irritated with me explaining it, so I'm not even going to explain it anymore. Uh, you can follow the show at Undaunted Cast. You can find out all the other things that I'm doing, ritualmisery.com. And uh, thank you to Kevin McLeod for allowing us to use your bitch and music for our podcasts. Uh, he's got all kinds of cool stuff over on incomptech.com if you're looking to do your own podcast and need some royalty-free music. Um, for me, for Chris, and for all the aspiring and veteran podcasters out there, thank you for joining us on this journey. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs>